And we're good. And we're good. Okay, so hi everybody. It's the Doomsday Roundtable today. We're talking about basically what are you gonna do if it, the shit hits the fan and you have no plan? So we're not talking about having a plan. We're talking about all those people who just have nothing set. And that's terrifying to me. But that's the, that's what we're talking about. Um, I hope you can join us on Twitter. hope you can join us on Facebook. I know our Twitter is kind of weird right now because we just had technical difficulties, a lot of them. So anyway, you know me, I'm Hayden. We have Patrick. Patrick. We've got Jim. We've got Evan. And of course, Mikey. A couple of our people are missing today, so we've got new people or old people or whatever the case may be. But these people have no plan. They have, they have no plan. There are a couple of us here that do have a plan, but nevertheless, let's just get started. Anybody say anything? I think it's perfect today to have people here who don't have a plan. Give that perspective of what would you do. This is your first introduction to this. What would you do, and, you know, if this, this scenario happened? Because everybody's situation would be very different depending on where they are, sure. and um, also what their experience level is. And you know, somebody from an EMS background would be very different than somebody who is a right or something. Um, and so I think it's, it's excellent that we have people here that, yeah, like Andy, that does not have a background. I agree. That way we can find out exactly how scared we can make them. <laughs> and maybe, maybe they'll make a plan. Well, I have been following the show since it started, and I know you guys have the plan, and I know you both. So I would, of course, find you guys <laughs> and stick with you guys. Of course, I know you guys have the plan, and you know what to do. So, hey man, what plan? Yes, you are my plan. <laughs> That's actually not a bad plan. It's not. Is, is the plan is to have something to meet someone who has a plan? Yes. Yeah. That's actually it's not a bad plan. plan. Was. Yeah. It's just somebody else has got some leads into the fact that people who don't have a plan are going to find somebody who has a plan and take their plan. That's true. But if you can't take their plan, you can't maintain their plan. Their plan. Well, you can take their supplies. Maybe. But that's part of my plan is to make sure they don't take my supplies. That's right. <laughs> right. Have it well. <laughs> you better hope they like you. Okay, so let's set the scene. Where do you think? What do you think? Midday or midnight? I think midday. Okay. Okay, so midday and whether it is whatever kind of catastrophe it is, whether it is an earthquake, a CME, which coronal mass ejection. We were just looking at something coming our way recently, weren't we? That's what I just said on the internet. Yeah. On the internet, it's got to be true. It's on the internet. It's got to be true. Um, you know, an EMP. God forbid, something nuclear. But nevertheless, the shit has hit the fan. Where are you midday? Oh, I'm the eyeball. I'm an average person who probably be at work. Me, on the other hand, I'm sleeping. I'm like the last person who's going to know what the heck's going on, you know, period. 
until my phone starts blowing up and everybody starts asking, you know, where are you, where are you? Uh, I kind of remember a situation uh, many years ago where not anywhere near the incident, aka earthquake. And, oh, yeah. and on a completely different set of plate tectonics. And an earthquake hit the East Coast, uh, middle, you know, Eastern Seaboard. And our phones were blowing up, asking, where are you? Are you guys okay? Is everything fine? Holy crap. Uh, I think that would be what was, would be happening to me if I was sleeping in the middle of the day. Everybody tried to get hold of me until our system decided to crash and then nobody's phones were working because they overloaded the system. Um, but uh, the word of mouth would get along, get around pretty quickly. And if you haven't figured out what you need to do, you better figure it out quick. Uh, AKA finding somebody who, uh, who has the plan. Uh, if you haven't already figured one out and if someone does have the plan, uh, it's probably easier to abide by what has been figured out already. Don't argue it. Don't try to get involved and say this might be a better idea because if someone's already figured out a plan, you might as well just, just ride it out and see what's going on. Okay. No, I, I see what you're saying in regard to if, you know, that what people should do. Okay, let's go with okay, what so I'm doing when I do get the call. Well, you don't get a call. Because, call. Right, because a lot of these things, you know, that's almost useless. Mm. So I guess for you, you'd wake up, you'd probably be in the same boat. Yeah. You wake up and you realize that nothing's right. Mm. That you, eventually you would walk outside. And you would see that nothing's right. Somebody's going to tell you something. Yeah. Right. So, you, what is your very first move at that point? If I have no line of communication, right. I'm probably hunkering down in place. I'm probably not going to, since I don't know exactly, I don't have the, the specifics on what's happened. Maybe it's something that's short term, maybe it's something that's much longer. But until I know what's going on or get as much information as I possibly can yeah, and, and, and filter out what's cockeyed, what's not, I'm probably hunkering down because I know what I have here. I know how I can protect what I have here. Um, I may not have the, the plan of, you know, a long-term plan, but I also don't have what I need capability-wise of gathering what I would like to have. If I did need to make a move, I need to quickly figure out what goes and what doesn't go. If I gotta get the heck out, if I gotta bug out, if this area isn't safe, um, along those lines, um, I mean, it would be a major concern trying to figure out how do you get the information? How do you, um, how do you again filter out what's right? <coughs> um, that would be a major concern, but you could probably, you know, with this street here, um, probably get enough people to, to hunker down in place and at least get some kind of uh, contact with. Okay, so you're thinking that the neighborhood you live in would ultimately come together. You need to start somewhere. I'm not saying they would gel. Right. Uh, I think you're putting a lot of faith in them. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Right. I mean, there's a, there's a handful of people I know in this neighborhood that either I can get them to do what I want them to do, 
or I might think they've got a good idea. Right. Uh, I may not be the best person you want to uh, to try to listen to this situation if I if I think your idea is full of shit. Sure. Um, right. Okay. Okay. So I'm 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 thinking that you're basically saying okay, I I don't have I, I basically you're going to rely on what minimal you have here and hope that things turn around. Uh-huh. And then you're going to be looking for your na- to your neighbors for support. At the, at the beginning of it, yeah. I think most people would do that. They would turn to what's familiar. You know, they would, uh, you know, your house is familiar, your neighbors are familiar, you look to the things that you know, and you would know what is a normal response and what feels right. Right. Whereas if you walk outside and you see a zombie apocalypse, you're like, oh, yeah, well, that ain't right. That's a problem. Boy, Bob's got a funny shade of gray all of a sudden. You know, like, <laughs> Actually, that's normal for Bob. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <you> doing? <laughs> but, you know, like you'd say, you know, this is this is what's normal, this is what's not normal. Because, like, if you're in California and you have an earthquake, that might be fairly normal for you. I know when we had an earthquake on the East Coast, my first thought, since we're reasonably close to a nuclear power plant, was we don't get earthquakes over here. This might be a really bad scenario. My first thought was to get home, get the family together, and move the opposite direction of where the nuclear parent, where the nuclear plant was. Sure. Um, and it turned out, who knew? Or East Coast has earthquakes. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Shocker. More now than we seem to have had before. Yeah, strange. <laughs> I know there was one off the coast, you know, six miles deep. I don't know how many miles off the coast it was in the Atlantic. So we had an earthquake. So how about you, babe? I would sit at home, most likely, at the moment. Um, so I think I would stay home and wait for my family to come. And sure. make a plan. And then make a plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so. <clears throat> this kind of cracks me up. I'm sorry. No, 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 the plan would be that I would think they would all come home. Right. You're expecting them to come he home. He would come home because that is his plan. Right. Yeah. And my son would try to get him home. Just the common sense. Right. That is his, right. That is how he would think. Yeah. You've at least got the part of you have a base. Yes. I guess my thought is okay. I mean, a minimal, I would be packing already. You have. Is passing, yes, okay. If they need to go, okay. My thought is this because I have been listening, <laughs> and, and I've been listening to my significant other too. I just was going with this the, so, the, the thread that I was being asked. Okay, so my thought process is this I think that there are a lot of things that people immediately that you forget about in regards of. Okay, so I don't have a plan. I don't have anything. I've got I've got food in my pantry. I've got uh, gas in my car. I've got plenty of toilet paper for the week or for the month or what, however you do it. People who are on heart medication, thyroid medication, high blood pressure meds, insulin, do you have extra? Do you have enough to where when the pharmacy is shut down? Or how long is it before you are at the pharmacy kicking in the front door to raid it yeah and, and some of these things like to me they're impossible in regards of how do you go and say to somebody 
to a doctor, hey, I need, I want a six month supply of my medication up front. You're not going to get it. All right. Several names on not the doctor, right? Well, even if they prescribe it, the insurance company wouldn't give it, or the pharmacy probably they wouldn't give it because they wouldn't. Well, no one would have probably a six month supply to give you, and they probably do that for a reason. Hence, what we're talking about. Imagine people stockpiling. Yeah. Right. There's the people stock who would stockpile it, but I mean, there are also things you could learn ahead of time. So like, they can go to Costco and get lots of like <laughs> and ask them because they have. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do yeah. that all day long. Everybody. Um, but but the average insulin. Yeah, but that's just like you know, the first day. Yeah. Yeah. And you can stock up on that stuff, but you know, like mm -hmm. your real serious prescription that's medicine. Nice. I mean, especially if you lost power, right. um, insulin requires refrigeration. There are other meds. Right. So picture picture this. Let's move. You have no you have no plan. Nothing going on. See. Somebody like me, I can pull in, I can say, okay, well, now I've got these other herbal remedies, which, you know, they're good. They may not be pharmaceutical good, but they'll work. And then you have these other people who don't know anything about the herbs, don't know anything about what they can do, have absolutely no clue. They Let's just go to the, they've already rated CVS or... Walgreens or Rite Aid or Costco, anybody who's got a pharmacy, maybe they've even raided the hospitals already. Sure. And you've got somebody who's having a thyroid storm. Okay. How far do you go to save that person because you didn't prepare? Because you didn't pay attention to that? How far I mean, are you going to go and I mean, this is this is much harder than the first thing that's going to hit, which is when people get hungry. Yeah. When you run out of food, how far will you go? Food more. People kill. Most <laughs> people, people kill for less. Most people have, have in their most Americans in their lifetime have not experienced that. You know that level of desperation right. because we've always had things. But all you need to do is talk to someone like, say, my mother who lived through World War II as a child, or somebody else who came from other parts of the world with their own tragedies that they can talk about. And, um, or like I, you can talk to your grandparents and remember that they built a root cellar because of the Great Depression and things of that sort. Right. And they learned to prepare. But most of us never grew up in a situation where you didn't turn on the faucet and the water didn't run. They don't think in those terms. They're thinking, right here, right now, I live in suburbia, or I live, half the population lives in a city. They think, I have shelter, and the water has always run, heater air conditioning has always been on, and I'll just wait a day or two, and it'll be okay. You know, I think that's, right. I think that's what most people would do. Right. But also because half the, or about 30% of the population, or 20% of the population, lives in a rural community where they've got their own well, they've got their own sort of systems, and they're kind of used to being on their own, and from time to time, you know, they deal with stuff like that, and they're okay, they're, you know, stuff, sure. stuff goes down, and they're, you know, they're okay just sitting right where they're at, because <clears throat> they've weathered other storms in the past. Sure. 
think um, I think it's it's when you get to that point where you start becoming desperate, which only takes three days and three meals, they said, or something like that. Something to that effect, yeah. So now put yourself in that mindset of I have no plan. I've got nothing. And now I've got no food or very little food. I don't have the medications that I need. I don't know that I can trust my neighbor because my neighbor may have came over and took some of my stuff. If I have no way to protect myself except maybe finding a stick out in the yard. Yeah. How far, what, what do you find yourself doing? I mean, could you could feasibly join a band of people, maybe? Or are you going to shelter in place so long that you just die? I mean, you know, is that where you, is there a give up moment for you there? I would think so. You think so? Yeah, I would think that, I mean, if you have no plan, you're out in the middle of the country or the, you know, country woods, whatever, you have no neighbors like I have you. Right. But, you know, you have no plan at all, you have no food, you have nothing at all, you have no way of getting anywhere, you're 10 miles from the closest place to go raid. You know damn well by the time you walk your fat ass over there, it's probably empty. So I mean, you're gonna make do with anything that you have there. You might resort to eating dog food. Um, sure. The uh, first thing I'm gonna do is set stuff outside and do a rain dance, try and get some water, right. um, and I survive the best you can. But yeah, there's gonna come a point where it's like, I mean, like me. I don't really take them, but I have gabapentin. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, well, I can let the dogs loose and let them fend for themselves That's and try and survive, right. but I'm, what else can you do? If I can't feed them anymore and the dog food, I want to save for me. Uh, you, you know, you laugh, but you I, have to I make choices it. like that, though. Right. One, then, one of the early scenes in Mad Max films, there he is, eating out of that can and that dog sitting right next to him. Right. You know? right. I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would eat all this food. I'd share. I love my dogs too much. But anyway, that's besides the point. You have to make some hard decisions, and then uh, eventually, yeah, ten gather penton, go to sleep. Night night. Wow. I mean, that's that's a horrific way to look at it. But I see that. No, I mean, if there's no other option, if you you know you know if you walk ten miles, there's a good chance you get shot in that time. Because you know that shit has hit the fan. Right. Look at my parents. They live closer to a larger city, and they're certainly not going to hike out of the situation. Right. You know, if their precious brand new BMW doesn't work, <laughs> you know, they'd sit right there. Right. And and they wouldn't. They would not move. They would wait to either the power turns on or for them to get rescued. But they wouldn't move. Because yeah. yeah, they couldn't. They wouldn't get anywhere. Right. And, and I think that's pretty much everybody on that street. Yeah, so violence would ensue. It would. I mean, there's I don't been... want to be a part of that either. Right. Got all the more reason to just go to sleep. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know, I know certain people, you know, they reach a certain age in their life. Uh, I've got a family member, he's like, dude, I, and he's not the healthiest person in the world. Uh, he's like, you know, if it ends tomorrow, I had a grand old time. Sure. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> Epic, you know, I, uh, I yeah, but that, that particular individual is going to have his own violence before violence gets him. Oh, very much so. He'll he'll make it worse. Uh, 
He'll, he'll be able to check off a couple of boxes before he goes. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want any of his stuff, you're going to have to fight for it. Yeah, then, yeah. be ready for something. Yeah, he'll, he'll be enjoying himself those last couple of minutes, I guarantee it. <laughs> I plan on sticking around. Me too. Me too. Okay, so from a mom perspective, now your kids are pretty, they're grown. Yeah. yeah. Not as grown as mine, but they're grown. Yeah. And I'm looking at other people, and we can remember this having them as little ones. So those people who have no plan, but have children, how far does a parent go to make sure that when you got caught unaware, you were in the middle of society, you were having a grand old time, you were gonna go grocery shopping tomorrow night, now you can't. How far does a mom go to make sure that her children are taken care of? I, well, I look like a walking Terminator. Right. My children are next to me. My husband is behind me, and we have like sacks of food and you know whatever we need, and the dogs next to us. Well, so well, yeah, let's, like, just, let's just say he ain't there. Because I got, I got, well, no, I got an angle to go down. No, no, he's with me. No, 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 he's the team. You're a yeah, team, yeah, but he—he yeah, he yeah, just ended up with a bum lady. They had to put him down. I mean. He's not there. <laughs> what? You had to so put him down? So many of us are yeah. walking on the street with the dogs, with the cats, and we are just heading to the sunset. To the sunset. There's a sunset. Okay, so you have a very magical... <laughs> yeah. What would you realistically do to feed your children? Well, um... Anything. Yeah. Any of that's, that's a nice blanket statement. You're going to do anything. Like I guess I would go. Kissing off a mother and getting in front of a child is probably not the safest person you want to go after. Um, it's not a weakling. I, right. I guess I would go to the right. farm because I'm perfect. There's deer. And I would try to hunt the deer. Yeah, but what happens when somebody's in your way? You can't get to the farm without somebody being in your way. Well, I have the guns. One of the nicest people on the face of the planet will turn into a killer. And, and that's an interesting thought. Absolutely. All you have to do is look at history and look at other scenarios like the LA riots, uh, the Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Sandy, or a bunch of other situations where, you know, depending on who you listen to, there were reports of neighbors just simply turning on neighbors, people who were friends for the longest period of time. Uh, there was a video that I saw of police um, looting, still in uniform, looting Walmart. Right. Um, you know, in Hurricane Katrina, I think that you reach a point where all bets are off and you go into survival mode. And um, I think for that reason, a lot of those people were never prosecuted for what they did. They were in survival mode. And what would you do to, you know, feed your family? Right. Um, and people will do a lot of a lot of crazy things, um, but most people don't plan for that to ever happen. You know, they always assume everything is okay. Right, but it's going to happen. It's sooner or later. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen courtesy of another country or anything political. It's going to happen because eventually the sun is going to throw that DME at us. And we rely so much on that electricity. And it's so weak. That grid is so weak. We're going to pay the price for it. Yeah. I mean, I found it interesting now. Even Walmart sells those boxes of x amount of ready-made meals even walmart has these things to get higher aisle 
dedicated to survivalists. Right, <laughs> which is a heads up. I mean, it's not that it's necessarily a popular thing, because I wouldn't. I, I if you go for the grand scheme of things, people who prepare are not. They're not the majority. Right. They're getting there. <laughs> well, I mean, they should be getting there. Yeah. Really and truly, everyone. Go to Walmart and buy a live straw now. Yeah. Right after show. That whole section right there is dedicated to the shit. Yeah, there'll be a lot of those people that are hoping the shit is profiteers and people. I know there's some people that are actually excited for the end of things. That's my point. Yeah, it's, they're hoping they can do. <laughs> it's their turn now. Stop it! What? I wouldn't yeah. say I was excited for it. <laughs> I just have a plan. <laughs> uh, just to remember, if we're all out at the house out there, you have to deal with me not having internet or electricity for a few days until I get acclimated. I told you I have a solar charger for your phone, and you told me. Cool. I have offline games. I have offline games. games. There we go. There'd be a lot of solid being played. A lot of gossip. Yeah. Not to lose all the pages. So, okay. So here are those people. Now we're going to say that there's still some infrastructure to our government just for this one question. There is now. Right. Well, <laughs> we're going to say that there's some infrastructure left. And you're sitting here. And you've already shot two of your neighbors because <laughs> they tried to come up and take your stuff. Oops. Right. But they were armed, so I mean ah. it was it was self-defense. And uh, you took in the other neighbor's kid because, well, some other neighbors killed their parents and now you Besides, got kids. You might have to eat them later. Okay, that's horrific. <laughs> I don't think I ever, 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 ever stoop to eating a person. Really? No, I don't. I, You'd I, rather die. I think I'd rather okay. die. Right. I won't even leave them out in the open. I'm either gonna burn them or bury them, one or the other. I don't need that disease. It's cool. But and in rolls these big trucks. Oh the FEMA trucks. Right. And here comes FEMA and they're like, greenest people. What? Oh god. <laughs> FEMA comes in, they've got Provisions somewhere because I don't. Well, I work for FEMA and they will not bring these things to your neighborhood. They're not going to stock the house for you. They're going to tell you, get on the bus. Right. To control the situation. Right. And we're going to take you where you can get these things. Or if you don't want to get on the bus, we're going to tell you where the these particular places are to go get these things. You going? Not me. No, you're dead. I'm with the boys. <laughs> In this scenario, if I'm still alive, I would not get on the magic bus. No. Okay, well, there's see. a better chance to stay at the farm than I think I get on a FEMA bus. If I have no plan and I'm stuck in my house with my two dogs and the scenario that I laid out before, I might get on it. Yeah, a lot of people would. Right. Only because well, I mean, it's, it's not going to you taking a bunch of pills and yeah, right. sleep. Sure. I mean, if, if there's a, if that's your last ditch effort. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, like my parents in that situation, absolutely they would because that's the kind of salvation they would be looking for. Right. The government to come save them, and they would think that that is, you know, just what they're looking for. The only difference right. is, is when we get closer to town, I may not remain on that truck if I can help it. 
Like, thanks for the ride. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm not going to be like all out trusting of the government with this situation. Who would, be? Who would be? The security yeah. door would bust open the back of the bus. It's the something that's yeah. a way for me to get away from the solitude that I'm facing. Sure. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. And then I pour all the dog food out onto the floor and leave the door open. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. You just got on your own. I do. Can't take you with me. Right. Even man, even even domesticated animals can actually take care of themselves a bit better. Yeah. Once, they, once they've got the opportunity. One of mine was a street dog for many years anyway. So. Right, and he'd probably come back around yeah, and feed uh, the other one. Yep. He actually probably, probably would. Yeah, he probably, probably would. Bring a squirrel every now and then home. Mm -hmm. I think people though would welcome the FEMA bus. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of us that would not, but those of us who would not are either going to be. We're in, we're in two groups. We are either, well, maybe three, batshit crazy, who we just don't want, you know, I've got my tinfoil hat on and the government's right. obviously the one that did this, which I, I don't think the government's going to do it. Right. Or you're, you, you have absolutely no plan and that is your last ditch effort, or you blindly trust the government. So I think those are your three, you know, but... Somebody who's not getting on me, I you know, just leave me to my stuff. I, I've got my, and I know I'm the plan for certain people, <laughs> you know. And it's not, it, it's not even that I fit the criteria for prepper. I fit the criteria for homestead. Yeah. That doesn't mean that when I get in the car. I mean, you look in the back of my car, you find my bag, you find out that I'm good. And I'm obviously not traveling that far away from home. If I am traveling that far away from home. And I know it, I'm better, you know. But, and that's like, she, I'm part of her plan. I do like that. How do I get home? Her. <laughs> it's amazing how many people live on your street. <laughs> yes. It works for me. But, in the same hands after I drop her off, I pass the farm. <laughs> yeah, of course, that'll be a well-guarded farm, I'm sure of it. Okay, so let's just say, for giggles, that you trusted FEMA. Oh, yeah, let's throw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> under the bus you go. Interesting analogy. Throw you under the FEMA bus. <laughs> well, they might look at you and say, well, you're just a guest here. We suggest you come with us. Okay. See you with FEMA. And maybe they even have a <clears throat> camp. Mm -hmm. So now you've left your home. You do have your children. Because, I mean, you've killed him. Or, or he died. <laughs> Wait a second. You know, <laughs> it's, back to, it's back to just you. You said, that scenario. Okay. You, you said, you said he's dead. So okay, okay. I fell into the no wood chipper. chipper. Oh. Yeah, he got in the wood chipper. <laughs> Just said one thing he shouldn't have said into the wood chipper anyway. <laughs> you know what would make really good for a live what? <laughs> yes, you do. No, this is going downhill so fast. Okay. So you're with FEMA. You have your boys. They're much shorter than they are now, though. Okay. You know, okay. Let's go backwards. Okay. And this is not a realistic scenario for you because your boys are not short. Right. right. 
But you're there. But I wouldn't call the game a placebo. But okay. Okay, so yeah. you wouldn't? Yeah. I wouldn't. No. But okay. But even, yeah. even if you don't have a plan. Even if you, you're out there on your own. Mm -hmm. So you're a scavenger. Gotcha. And I can I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop it. Right. You'd be afraid of the right. camp. I would. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But let's say that you did go. Yeah. And you find yourself in the camp. I think that there's two reasons why they would not want people to leave that camp. One is control. And, and it's kind of important to have control if you are handling a mass of people. Sure. And, and the other one is for safety purposes of if you go outside of the camp, you you could feasibly and, and were capable you you could feasibly killed out there, but you, if you came back, you could bring back something that they just don't want. Whether it's an illness, a, a weapon, an individual, whatever the case may be. So you're in there. Your needs are being met on a base scale. How long before you feel trapped? How long before you start determining that you and your boys got to get the hell out of there? Do you think? Or does the relative safety of that camp, whether you're a prisoner or not, make you just stay and just deal with it? I guess it would depend. It would depend, like, how the life was right before that to me, how bad it was. I got you. So how long were you out there on your own first? Yeah. And how hard it was, how fast it would start to fail that I have to get out. Yeah, if you had and no how, food how the other people would be around me in a camp. Right. How the control would be in there. So I'm, I'm sure you'd have violence inside the camp as well. I mean, you probably have a very, it, it you'd, have, you'd have a reasonable sized militant presence. Yeah. But. You have to figure out how far were these resources strained to begin with. And I'll tell you right now, FEMA can defend itself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They have, they can come save you, they can come annihilate you. So, you know. I, I think for the average person who is like living on scraps, after a few days, the pantry's empty, your neighbor's pantries are empty, no more dogs and cats, no more whatever. They're like, what do we do now? seeming desperate somebody shows up and says hey come with us it may seem very inviting and very compelling you show up and i think you go along with it until it's worse than what you were just experiencing outside the gate and then you start thinking about hmm, what's next i need to get out of this gate because this isn't getting any better at some point and it'd be different for everyone when you start to say you know i need to get out of this place if you have like a physical injury and you realize once you're outside the gate, you're gone. Yeah, you're you're you know in trouble. I think those people will be much more tolerant. But for say a young healthy person who's in good physical condition that can fend for themselves, um, maybe has a few survival skills or at least think that they do, they may decide to climb the wire fence earlier than someone else. But also, my point is for younger. Just being in that kind of situation would be maybe safer to them than being out there uh, myself. Right, right. It might be. 
you would yeah. consider everybody in that is close to you. You know, I mean, you we hear we hear stories of people who cross whole nations to come to our border right now. We could barely cross the mall. You know, without our kids being intolerable. You know, I mean, it was. I mean, seriously, taking your kids just to the mall, and or like if you ever took your kids to the zoo for the day, by the end of the day you're dragging them along. Right. I find it really hard to believe you, people walk across whole nations, um, you know, with their kids. I, I think I think anyone who's not a parent could be difficult to. I was pretty harsh on my kids. So yeah. You were like, okay. No, I wasn't. But I mean. <laughs> I had, you know, back when they were four, six, and seven, I had no problem taking them camping and hiking and having them hike for five, six miles. That's awesome. Right. Because that was the kind of thing. I mean, I, I did think it was funny that after my daughter grew up and uh, she was going to go camping with the then boyfriend that she had to show kind of put the tent up. <laughs> but I thought it was a win that she knew how. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely. Uh, so I was. I mean, my kids went on long road trips from an early age, and it takes them, you know, a good, you know, 15, 20 hour road trip, and they were golden. Then they turned into teenagers, and <laughs> they weren't golden anymore. Then I wish I was like, <laughs> So some people may climb the wire with their kids. Some may not. Right. Well, I don't think many, I mean, because you got to figure, you know, my kids are 30 or pushing 30. So that was, they were brought up a little bit in a different time when you could take your kids and do stuff like that. Yeah. My kids didn't have their hands and neither, I don't know if your would have either, didn't have their hands on a phone oh, or, or, or some device. Yeah. Right. So they were more apt to be out and active. Whereas, you know, I think it would be harder today. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. But, you know, but at the same time, I would fear, me personally, I would fear that enclosed area with people so close to me. I mean, first thing I'm going to worry about, okay, great, I got food, I got shelter. And then I'm gonna, but then I'm going to start looking at everybody sideways. Sure. And, and, and then I'm going to start worrying about illness, not just violence, but illnesses. What, was that guy coughing a second ago? You know, what? Why does that guy look so pale? Is he sweating? And we start to get scared. Right. Because, you know, when you're in a closed-in area, well, disease can run rampant. Sure, sure. So I think that it wouldn't take, if by chance I got on the bus, someone like me, and I'm, you know, whether I've got kids with me, I don't have kids with me, I mean, definitely if I don't have kids with me. It's not going to take me but that first meal, and then I'm going to be looking to get hell out of Dodge. Right. Yeah. You know, so now that leads me to the, okay, I don't trust FEMA. But, but, but I'm not going to trust any agency. Somebody, any, you know, somebody that shows up with letters, I'll be like, what? really? <laughs> you know, I'm just going to go hide in the woods here. It's cool. But uh, anytime you're going to be, if you're caught in a city, if, if you're caught in, D.C., Alexandria, Arlington, anywhere where there's, you know, big buildings, lots of people in an enclosed space, in a small space. Do you realize how dangerous you will have to become? I mean, because 
everybody here is pretty nice person. I mean, none of us want any violence. None of us want to hurt anybody. Right. I mean, we've spent all this time in in some type of community service. You know, whether it, it basically we're just out there, whether it's in education or in medicine, we're just out there trying to help people. So none of us are those people who are trying to hurt anybody. But do you realize what type of person you will have to become in a heartbeat if you are someplace like Arlington, DC, somewhere like that, just a, even even I'll say I'll say up in you know just anywhere north <coughs> or even Richmond, anywhere where there's like I said, small space, big buildings, lots of people. And let's just go with there there was a nuclear class or something to that effect where everybody knows. Do you know how violent you will have to become immediately to survive if you do not have some kind of plan? Even if you have a plan, you've got to be stealthy. You know, you have to learn stealth pretty damn quick if you don't know it. Yeah, even if you're not aggressive, even if you're completely defensive, you're you're gonna you better be quick on your feet. You better have some certain skill sets, some things that sort, just to avoid other people. Right. So even if your intentions are not to go out and do harm to others to get what you need, um, but just to get avoid those people, you, you will you will have to have certain skill sets. Um, you know, you're not going to be walking around on high heels, you know, in a you know that kind of thing. You, you're you're in better front your track shoes and. Um, be able to get away or find a plan or a group somebody to help you get away um that group basically has to be people you know but you also better learn how to do things like you better learn how to um tip over tip over and raid that vending machine that you happen to find yeah and get what you know the good stuff out of it or you know find some place where you can if get some sort of supplies to, to keep going yeah if you're the first person to it um, you're going to have to be savvy enough if you're not going to take from others how right. to how to find things and then get to places where you can find more things. Um, you better be able to think quick on your feet. And, and you better be able to turn a switch to become vicious. Yeah, and I, th I don't think that's in most of us. I think that's why, you know, when you see these, these scenarios and you hear experts talk about this sort of thing, they say if there is a true... EMP strike or coronal mass ejection or one of these sort of events, they predict up to 90% of the population could pass away after a year's time. Right. Because most people are not going to be able to make that switch. Right. And most people are not going to be able to, or even if they could do it temporarily, do it for a day or so, they wouldn't be able to keep it up. Right. I mean, you've got, like I said, people like us now, of course. That's why that's number one of the number one reasons. I mean, granted, I, I want to be able to help and I want to be able to live and make it through whatever may be thrown at me. Kind of like a Gumby. You know, every plan's got to have some flex to it, right? But one of the main reasons why, if you look in the back of my car, you'll find out that, you know, yeah, I got stuff I can travel with. I've got, I've got munchies. I can make, I've got water. I can make it home. I have the ability to protect myself to make it to where I need to go. And I think that that's 
so amazingly important, but more people don't have it. And those people, I will never have to become violent in regards of getting what I need. The only time I would have to become violent would be I don't have what I need. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. What are you going to have to do more of those little bags in there? One for Mikey and one for me. <laughs> yeah, it's little go bags. It's yeah. funny, you're talking about having things in the back of the, in the vehicle, but I actually do. I, I was just sitting here thinking about what I have in, in my car. In my trunk, I have a fishing pole. I have bait. I have uh, oh, a knife or, you know, that I can clean the fish with. Also be a weapon. Yeah, I have a couple yeah. of knives, actually, in there. Um, I have, you know, I could get water, go to a lake. and I, Fortunately for me, um, I've had to drink and eat stuff that was not great. <laughs> Put it that way. So my my body is very capable of. of uh, I don't even know how to say it. I, I, you have a stronger constitution. Than I, do, I do. I do. It, it, I'm like a goat when it comes to something. So I can go just about <laughs> anything. And That's awesome. <laughs> it, yeah, well, I had a dog like that one. I did. I can't eat anything with. But yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even think about it. But yeah, I guess I am kind of hooked up. Oh yeah, in the back. I sure. Do have some stuff. Yeah, and you don't wear high heels, so. That's true. That's true. Well, if I had high heels, those heels would be gone. So, to chop. Yeah. It'd be strong heels. It'd be pretty, it'd be pretty impressive heels. Stout. <laughs> okay, that's not even what we were talking about. That's not how this works. What would you what would you gather uh, if you are that person who's trying to make their way away or wherever? What would you gather on the way? Right. What would you gather on the way? Me personally. Water food. Water first. Water. Food. Uh, food. I'm looking for a big stick or something heavy. Water food defenses. Right. And, and then I just you know maybe I might be that person that pulls a trash bag. To have something to cover myself with if I need it, or to carry my stuff in. If I don't have a bag, I need to get a bag. Cause, I'd also be yeah. trying to figure out a way to make fire if I didn't have it already with me. Right, to make fire. Um, but I mean, I, I think that we're t we're thinking a little too reasonably because we're not in the situation. Sure. I mean, if it was winter time, I would be thinking also clothing, something like that, or. If you're dressed in a suit and tie or high heels, office apparel, I would, be, on these footwear, I, man. I would be thinking footwear is important. I would yeah. be thinking about it's a certain type of footwear. Though. I would be. <laughs> I would be. Well, I think I think that's going to be a lot of people's downfall. Is, uh, is there something we should know about? There is nothing yeah. strange you need to know about. But um, at least there's nothing strange you need to know. <laughs> right. uh, Let's clarify but, that. I would say though that that you know, like getting a good sensible pair of shoes because you got a long way to walk. Yeah. Well, so nobody's with cats. Let's say are all based the sneakers, the American sneakers. <laughs> you can't have decent shoes in the guys. No way. Yeah. I'm not gonna have those kind of clothes. America. But um, I would also say things like tools. Like you were saying, you have a, a knife, a couple of good a basic. Good yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool, good so, basic. Right. Survival. So let's switch it down. You're not walking. Let's say you have an apartment, okay, and you live in the city, and now you've got enough nuts to go out. Now you're raiding, so you're looking for your tools, sure, food, water, clothes, medication. 
So you're, are, are you brave? Are you, when you go out, how long do you think it would take? I mean, go back in time to when you lived, at, at one point, I think every last one of us lived in something like an apartment. Sure. So you go back in time to when you lived in that area, in that apartment, and what, why would you like to be in a city? Why wouldn't you like to go out of the city? Okay, I, 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 I'm looking at it from this perspective. Um, from a population standpoint, most of the people, they don't live like we did. Half the population lives inside the city. Right, yeah. but wouldn't that be more dangerous to be in there? Yeah, yeah. But, but right now, realistically, whatever happens, right now, half the people live in the city, and we need to figure that way out. Right, so you figure, okay, you're in that apartment, you have your day or two days or weeks worth of groceries, but power's out. So whatever you had in the refrigerator need, it freezer needs to be eaten. You maybe have a way to cook. Maybe a grill on the balcony. Maybe. Maybe. But you've gotten to the point now where you had your standard stuff. And we all know what our standard stuff is. Three days you're looting? Sure. I think by day three, you're if you're not already panicked by day three. Other people are, and they're they're either coming to take your stuff, or you're going to get other people's stuff. And so, either you're on the receiving or the taking end of looting by day three. Right. But they Good. say they say that by day three, and then you miss three meals. Um, after that third meal, that's when you hit a panic point as well. Like at that point, your hunger drive starts taking over. Your panic drive starts taking over. And that's where people start making very dangerous, irrational decisions. Right. And so those people who are looting to go and get tools to possibly bore themselves in, um, you know, I definitely know that the water's going to go fast. Yeah. So if you didn't go out there in a reasonable amount of time, I mean, because that, what was it? Uh, there was something recent where they basically started looting in like three hours, three or four hours. Um, was it flooding? Was it a hurricane? There's something that was recent. There's, that happens so often nowadays. Like like uh, there's the riots in um, Paris right now. Yeah. And so while you have some people rioting because of the because of the political things. The police are occupied, so people start looting in other parts of the city. Right. <clears throat> you know, people will, in, but in that case, it's not because they need to. It's just because they want the big color TV that's right. advertised or whatever. But I, I think that, um, so people start looting, and say you're going to hunker in in the city, at least for the short term. Um, you know, you're going to start trying to make defensive weapons of some kind. You're going to try and board yourself in until the power comes back on and normalcy comes back. We're but going to die there, but that's cool. I think what a lot of people don't realize is that if you think the power is out and all these cars are stopped everywhere, there's still a lot of things that would should still work, even though there's an EMP strike. Like dirt bikes, ATVs, good old-fashioned bicycles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can get you a long way. Um, some power equipment still works. Um, simple power tools it will still work if you can somehow um, have a generator of some sort 
like if you are, right. if you have some way or it's battery powered yeah like and if, it you have, if you have a solar power right um something to charge it with um you know some simple tools can can still work um you know solar chargers could still work if uh you find a way that they're like the more simple solar chargers not like the ones that power your whole home yeah um the smaller ones for like powering smaller objects you know those kind of chargers can can still work there's all kinds of things you can have like uh i've seen things where you can put your your bicycle on a thing and ride it yeah. in your apartment and yeah. it, it generates Generate electricity power. that's pretty cool yeah, I think those kind of I don't think that's anything you can lose. No. Right. Yeah, you're not going to find that. No, that's a bit slow. Yeah, you, you, you know, using the bicycle while I'm cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until you run out of stuff to cook. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So at least it's a they, warm meal. <laughs> this, your last meal is warm. Yeah. Mm. Well, at least in the New York City and other cities, they probably have a never-ending supply of rats that they can feed off of. Mm. <laughs> that like little skewered rodent. A little right? <laughs> okay, so I guess do we all agree though that if you're not going to quit, meaning you're not going to just take some extra pills and go to sleep because it's just too much for you. That you will either have to be prepared. You need to be prepared right now, just in case, because we don't know. We don't know anything. So you do do not have to become violent. I think that I guess what I'm trying to get at right now is those people who will have absolutely no preparation, who do not know how they're going to get home or how they're going to get where they need to be or get the items that they need, will have to become the most violent of us all. They will have to to survive. So, and those of us who are, do have something, and we know, okay, I gotta be a Gumby about this, I gotta be fluid, so I've gotta make sure I can cover this, 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 and this, that we will not have to, we, we may find ourselves protecting our, our, what we have, but we will not have to go out and pursue violence. I, I think that's what I'm trying, I guess I wanted to kind of get that out there to say, hey, if it doesn't hurt you to prepare, if it's not something that you, just really cannot do. I mean, if you are unfortunately in some kind of physical condition where it's just you just might as well go ahead and have an extra stash of kill me pills on the, the nightstand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I guess what I want to get out there with this episode was the amount yeah, okay, look at what how badly people can and will have to degenerate. Yeah. To survive. By necessity, they will. Right. But if they already had things in place to live old school, like old school, <laughs> right? They already had those things in place. They will not have to degenerate to that extreme. If a little little preparation, a little planning, you will not have to go down the dark road. And become that person you do not want to be. I think that's a, a good way to end. Yeah. What do you think? I think we've made our point. I hope so. Because there's a lot of people that I wouldn't want to have to try and fend off. You know, I wouldn't want to have to see in a dark alley somewhere. Um, but you got to do what you got to do. I mean, if you're trying to feed the family, right. you'll do whatever it is you have to do. Right. Are there any points we missed? 
I think we got them all. Yeah. We did. All right. See, not so bad. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you again in two weeks. And uh, I don't even know what we're talking about in two weeks. Do you know what we're talking about in two weeks? Um, we all know that the CME is going to hit like they did in 1859. Um, what do you think most of the world would do when it goes dark? Okay, so I guess we're kind of sitting with the thought, the psychological aspect of it just going dark. Oh. And that should be fun. Mm. Uh huh. Pretty soon we're going to get to the actual what do you need to do to prep, and that's going to be cool too. Anyway, thank you again for joining us. Have a great day, have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.